This is the Huey Alert Podcast with Craig and Shelley Huey, bringing you the tools to transform our nation and culture, the intersection of faith and politics. Hi, it's Craig Huey, and I'm here with my beautiful bride, Shelley. Hey, everyone. And we got another great podcast for you, one that I know you're going to like, because, you know, right now, the issue of the end times, the issue of what in the world is happening. We see the the, the devastation in the Middle East with this war uh, on Israel. Uh, we see the anti-Semitism spreading worldwide. What is going on? And um, and so we want to bring that to your attention, talk about that with an authority, uh, one that I think you're going to enjoy. And so Jonathan Kahn is, a, is an author, he, he's been before the United Nations, before Congress. And Shelly and I, we, uh, if you get our newsletter, Reality Alert, we've written about it several times, how we went to the return in Washington, D.C. Wow. during the National Day of Repentance. And, and Jonathan put on an incredible time of prayer and repentance. And uh, it was it was the most awesome. Remember how the, the, the um, audience was uh young right well, and uh, multicultural and it was just people in pockets praying all and and what jonathan did there was absolutely amazing it, i'll tell you um firsthand experience going there uh seeing that jonathan khan was one of the speakers right i got a little excited yeah because the one thing i love about him yeah is that he really knows the word yes and um I was blown away at the scriptures that were coming out of his right, mouth. Right, And watching the people respond to that, yes, which was the call to action was repentance, which is 100% right. what this country needs, yeah. as well as the world. Yeah. And I just want to, I'm super excited to meet a man who comes across as very humble with the calling that I feel the Lord has placed on his life. Um, to bring people to to that call to action, which is repentance. Ultimately, it's about Jesus Christ. Ultimately, it's about becoming right, right. And and, and, and that's he, what I've taken. And from. he's got a new, brand new book, oh, bestseller. Uh, how about that? Let's Josiah about Manifesto. Welcome, Jonathan Kahn. Great to Jonathan. be with you guys. And this has been a long time in coming. We've been trying to that's do it. Right. But great to be that's with you. That's right. We're so glad to have you with us. So let's get right into it. Yeah. Um, we're, we're seeing a world in chaos, a world turned upside down. We're seeing that the, the whole issue of prophecy now is getting more attention than ever before, uh, even in non-Christian circles. Can you kind of give me an idea of what you're seeing that's happening in the world today? Yeah, well, well, one of the things, the fact that Israel is in the news, that's prophecy. The fact that the world is focused again on this little slip of uh, land that's the size of New Jersey, you know, that's crazy, but that's prophecy. The Bible said it would happen, um, that it's still the issue of Israel. There's still that, the, you know, what the, the, the forces of darkness that are against the Jewish people that have again exploded, it never ends. Here we are in 2023. This goes back 4,000 years. This war that we're in, you know, so everything the Bible, the Bible said Israel has to be back, that the world ultimately is going to come against Israel. And that is one of the signs 
before Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus returns. So it's all happening, you know, and, and something I'll share with you that I could not have shared with you if I did this a while back. And that is that the Josiah Manifesto, the, the newest book, the Josiah Manifesto just came out, you know, in September. Um, it was 30 days after that, that this happened, that Hamas invaded. And I, I will tell you, and maybe we'll have time at the end, but I will tell you this, that one of the mysteries in the book, um, just simply taking that mystery, foretold that there would be an attack on Israel. It would happen. I would. It would take Israel by surprise. It would happen on a Sabbath day. It would happen on a Hebrew holy day. It would be a ground invasion. It would lead to war. It would happen in October, the first Saturday of October of 2023. And that is all I will I will show you if we have time at the end, I'll show you how because we'll get in. But that was actually there. So listen, God is still on the throne and God is in yeah. charge, you know, and, and that's one of the things I hope that people get from my books. Not only, you know, that there's warning about where we're going, right. what, what's going to happen, but also that, you know, he is in control. If you're right with God, you don't have to fear because you're you're on the side of the one who holds the future. That is well, so awesome. That, that's one thing that, you know, Jonathan, the, one of the takeaways from being at the, the National Day of Prayer and Repentance was the sovereignty of God. Yes. He kept pushing that yes. with yeah. people because the tendency, I think, what you've watched to in within Christian circles is to be so fascinated by prophecy and people that are proclaiming dreams or visions, things like that that step away from the sovereignty of God and they glom onto those things and are focused on what's happening in America or what's happening in Russia or, you know what I mean? And those, those types of things are fine and good, hmm. but you always point them back to the word. You always point them back to Jesus. You always point them back to the fact that God is in control, which is yay. <laughs> I get yeah. so excited because that's what it's all about you know yeah and the, and the same guy one of the things and one of the things about with the josiah manifesto is that it is saying that listen you know um you're the same god of the bible that you know, we read about and people say look at okay he's the one the bible says he he you know he raised kings up and he put them down and he's the, the god who raises empires he's the god of history but that's back then well no it's exactly now he is just as alive just as moving even the event even the return i'm really blessed to hear that you, you were there that was it was a god thing and and the thing is that you'll see one of the things in the book or one of the things will is at something happened while we were there at the split second that literally altered the course of history and i'll, I'll show you and it's the it's the sovereignty of god Oh, right. That, that that is awesome. So cool. Maybe people are thinking Josiah. Yeah. Now, where in the Bible is Josiah? What, 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 <laughs> what, why did you uh, use Josiah? Yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. I'll put to to set the stage of it. The Josiah Manifesto. I would say, imagine if the Lord was giving us a revelation of where we are prophetically, where we are heading, where we are going. And how to be ready, not just not just yes. as we're saying there, like it's not just to know these things, but how does it apply to our life? How do we be ready? How do we stand in the days ahead? We're we're called to prevail, you know. And so one of the things is that the Josiah Manifesto is going to open up. It opens up all sorts of mysteries that of where we have been and where we are, and it all converges on one moment and one sign, which links to Josiah. And that and other and we'll, we can get there, but we are that we are standing 
at the Josiah moment. Now, Josiah was, you know, one of the kings of, of ancient Israel. And the Bible says there was nobody like him before, nobody like him after, at least until the end of the Old Testament. Uh, he was a man who lived in an age of apostasy. A nation had known God, turned away. Yes. They promoted sexual immorality. They promoted the yes. killing of babies. They promoted yes. gender confusion. They were against the people of God. And yet he rose up and he literally, he, not only was he not overcome by this, but he literally changed the course of his nation and history for a time. I mean, literally, they were not judged. The entire nation was on the verge of judgment. That's basically the Messiah moment is you're on the verge of judgment. America, at the same time, God gives a, a last chance for revival and it happened through Josiah. So Josiah really holds the key you know, about what do we do? How did he do that? You know, how, how, God chose him for that time. How did he overcome? How did he, how, what were the strategy? What were the secrets? And so the first part of the, of the, of the book is, are the mysteries uncovering. The last part is the manifesto or the guide. I also call it a guide for the end times because we're in this time of darkness, but that doesn't it's stop what we're going to do. I, don't, I like that. It's a guide for the it's end like, times. Um, 12, yeah. sh 12 <laughs> shocking steps to uh, end times. Uh, what security? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. We're, I'm trying to be funny because we own a direct response ad agency. So, you know, 12 shocking whatever is one of the taglines that you could use to grab people. <laughs> so, oh. so, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what, as Christians, how should we live in the end times? What, what should we be looking for? What should our, our simply going to church every uh, Sunday, uh, 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 maybe listening to Christian radio or podcast, what changes do you see uh, the people of God need to make? Yeah, that's a pregnant question. I would say, no, no, definitely. It's not just to listen to that. We are called, one of the things is we're not called to be on the defensive. You know, that, you know, we are called, Josiah was not on the defensive. He was on the offensive. Um, and that we are, it doesn't matter whether we're living in the Middle Ages, the ancient times or end times. We are, we are to be part of the answer. We're here on earth for a purpose. We have, we're, you know, we're not hanging out and we're not even trying to survive. We are here because God put us here for such a time as this. And that Josiah was appointed for his age. And his age was one of apostasy, but it was appointed for him. So we, wow. we have to view this, our lives, that we're not just here. We are appointed for the age and time in which we were born and, and born again. And we are, and the time that we're in is appointed for us. We're to be a light to the dark. So if the dark getting darker, the light doesn't say, well, you know what? It's too dark. I better, I better, I better hold back the light. No, you got to shine more. This is your job. So, it, you know, it's, it's ultimately a great hope, you know, no matter what's happening to the world, no matter what happens in America. Um, but Josiah was always on the offense. He was an agent of heaven on earth. So are we to be. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And I, you know, that's the, uh, the urgency mm -hmm. too, coupled with what that call is yes. for action and being proactive. Mm -hmm. What a, what an incredible time that we're living in. And you know, I, I I kid you not, Jonathan. I've talked to so many Christians that are so overwhelmed by watching what's unfolding in right. Israel that what's happening with them is they're literally choosing to stay on the sidelines mm. and yeah. and do not. Right. And, and they're, yeah, I, they're overwhelmed by that, not being overwhelmed by Almighty God and the fact that they have the Holy Spirit and that they are supposed to go and do. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, there's no sidelines. You know, it doesn't exist. And and if you know, if people thought there were sidelines, you know, like there's a kind of nominal Christianity that's disappearing. You know, the dark is getting darker, and the lights have to get brighter. There's no unless you want to go with the dark, you got to get brighter. You know, you know, it's kind of like you're standing, and the the ground in the middle is splitting to the right and the left. You got to make your mind up. There's going to be no middle ground, and you're not on earth to be a middle ground. You're on earth to be God's God's answer. And the thing is that you know, an example as we were talking before, one of the one of the mysteries in in the book is this thing called the jubilean mystery or this 50-year mystery and that is that that these things that happened 50 years ago things are happening at the exact moment and, and this is going to lead to israel but but what i'll tell you is that i'll give you an example um you know the bible says that if you if you if a nation kills its children it's going to come back at that nation it's going to come back doesn't matter what um and the thing is that one of the ways it comes back jeremiah said is in the form of something called a dever gadol, which actually means a great plague or contagion or pandemic. And now, yeah. now when did we begin killing our children? Well, it was 19, not, it wasn't Roe versus Wade was 73. We began in 1970. That's when abortion demand began. Go 50 years later, what does it take you? It takes you to 2020. Anything happen? At 2020, a death comes to, uh, to America. Now, the My exact God. date that America turned towards the killing of children was January 20th, 1970, when the bill came up in New York, where it began, yes. that would lead to Roe versus Wade. That's when it came up in the legislature. Go 50 years later, it takes it to January 20th, 2020. Anything happened? That is the exact day that this plague called COVID officially enters American soil. 50 wow. years to the exact day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the thing is, without going to, Every single thing happens 50 years to the exact day. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to bring this to Israel in a second, but let me tell you one other thing that, that's, you talk about shocking, okay? Um, you know, the Bible, Jeremiah, when he looked out at the Valley of Hinnom where they were killing their children, he said, you know, it's going to be, what's going to happen to you is going to match up. It's going to match up. And so what happened, if I looked at, I said, well, how many children were killed in that first three-year period when, it, when abortion entered America in 1970? To Roe versus Wade when it began. Okay. The answer is 1.3 million. Okay. Fast forward 50 years, you have another three-year period. It's yes. a jubilee, but it's a three-year period of a, of a plague. Okay. And so how many were killed, Americans? The answer is it struck down 1.3 million, the exact number of the children we killed. Exact number. Exact number. Now let me now let me tell you. Now let me tell you something that I couldn't have told you if I if we did this, if we did this interview when the book just came out, and it still just came out, but, and that is that. So I told you in the beginning what this mystery ordained. So I gave you know this is the fifty year mystery. All right, what now? Now on Friday night in October, I'm sharing at my congregation. I lead a congregation Beth Israel in New Jersey, and I'm sharing. I don't always share from a book that I write, but I said so that night I'm going to share this fifty year mystery. Okay, so I'm sharing about that this whole thing that I just and the. And the next day, it came true. And that is because there was one more event in 1973. I took it up to not from 1973 to 2023. But there was one more event that was major in 1973. And it was a ground invasion of Israel. It happened mm -hmm. on the Sabbath. And it, it happened, the Yom Kippur War happened. It was a mat, it took Israel by surprise. Right. It happened on a Hebrew holy day, as this one right. did. It, right. it was. It happened on the first Saturday of October, yeah. and so did this. Everything happened to the exact. I mean, it was fifty years to the exact Hebrew day. 
I mean, you know, and, and so even what's happening right now is part of the mystery. And one of the things, as you said, so I was glad you said it, you know, again, God, our God is on the throne. You know, you get everything that happened. It looks like it's out of control. It is not out of control. But if you're not in the Lord, if you're not, if you don't know him, yeah, it's going to look out of control. But if you know him, just like your life, maybe you may not always see what's happening in your life. But when you look back, whoa, Lord, thank you. Lord. Well, he is in charge. The God of Israel lives. And, you know, and the fact that the nations go crazy against Israel, and get, that's all part of it. The Bible says it, you know, if it wasn't happening, we'd say, OK, Jesus, are you coming soon? But he, he said it's going to happen. You know, it has to happen. And so this is these are the signs that Jesus said, God's on the throne and the Messiah of Israel is on the way. You know, when exactly he comes, we'll see. But we're in the neighborhood. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it. You know, before we get to how to get your book, in the, and I've got an important question about the book. Before we do that, what, what do you see about this rise in anti-Semitism? And the, the hatred of the Jewish people uh, that that just has spread throughout the United States. What, what what's your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, well, you know, some some people say like, does that surprise? It didn't surprise. I mean, it, it, it something could be shocking and yet not surprising. Didn't surprise <laughs> me because you know, you know, this is again, we're in one little you know one little chapter of a four thousand year old war that was long before we were born, and it's and people, you know, it's going to be you know, and the thing is that. That what it tells you is the Bible's true. You know, the Bible says God is real and he's real. The Bible says, you know, that before Jesus comes, there's going to be an Israel back in the world. There it is. It's all, all there. That, and I was an atheist. Originally, I was an atheist. What led me to the Lord was seeing that. I could not argue yes. with it. But right. it, also, it also says there's another force in the universe, and that is the force of evil. And that, and that in Hebrew is called Satan, or we call him Satan. But anyway, because, oh, the devil. well, it's real. In fact, you want to see how real he is. Look at what's happening. Anti-Semitism makes no sense. I mean, in other words, it doesn't matter that, you know, the people hate the Jews because they say they're too left wing. So the other ones hate the Jews because they're too conservative. The other ones hate the Jews yeah. because they, you know, I mean, whatever it is, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. In the ancient times, the emperors were against the Jews. In the Middle right. Ages, they were against Jews for other reasons. And then Hitler yeah. was against the Jews. And then and now Hamas is against It doesn't yeah. matter. It's not a, it's not natural. <laughs> it's telling you this is not natural. You know, it makes no sense. You know what Hamas did there, you know, and then at the same time, and people are applauding it. You know, people on, on in Harvard University are saying, oh, this is great that they they massacred and mutilated mothers and children. I mean, that is not natural. That is telling you there is a real enemy. Well, the Bible said it's true, the enemy. And the fact that this, you know, all this evil is focused on the Jewish people. That makes no sense, but it proves the Bible. Why? Because God said I'm going to have this one people. I mean, you know, if you're born again, you're God's people. And actually, you're grafted into Israel. But the Bible says, Bible says God says, I'm going to have this one people. They're going to, Israel is going to be my witness of my existence. And I'm going to work through them. And so I'm going to bring Messiah into the world through them. I'm going to bring yes. the word of God through them. And I'm going to bring Messiah back through them. So of yes. course the enemy's going crazy. I mean, it it makes so much sense. You know, I mean, this is this is God. The Bible is true. Warfare and prophecy playing out and this anti-Semitism is just uh, an indication that, you know, that's that's coming true. Yeah, uh, and, and, and plus too, I just want to throw this in there because I honestly, when it when it comes down to it, Satan is an angel of light, and he operates in deception. Yeah. So when you see the droves of people on the Brooklyn Bridge, you know, screaming oh pro Palestine, oh. 
that they literally have been caught in that net of deception. Yes. And um, when I see people who don't understand, like you said, the enemy and how the enemy operates, way the, the way the enemy looks, the reason why so many kids that are on TikTok are seeing all this and following it is because A, they don't know history. B, they have no idea about who Satan is. You know what I mean? And you know what? Sadly, uh, that's also many in the church. Right. Jonathan, uh, I do have another question before we talk yeah. about the book. Yeah. yeah. There's a number of Christians that have been angry at Shelly and myself, angry at our newsletter, um, because what they're saying is... Uh, uh, is really a, a, a sense of this hatred towards the Jews coming out of evangelical Christians. Ones who, uh, one person's uh, bottom of their name says Maranatha, and, and they're attacking the Jews. And, and then uh, some some uh, people are following those who are talking about, well, Israel's not really Israel, and the Jews are not really, you know, they're, they're following what I would hear in the Islamic world. They're yeah. mimicking these same yeah. arguments. Uh, are you seeing some Christians uh, uh, doing this? And what, what would be your answer to these Christians who are saying, oh, you're being deceived. This is not prophecy, and this is not Israel. And, you know, <laughs> they're, they're spreading deception. Yeah. Yeah, if if Israel's not Israel, then then what is Israel? <laughs> Who is Israel? If Israel's not Israel, I mean, come on. I mean, God yeah. couldn't make it more obvious than it than He did. There's a nation in the world, and by the way, you know, and by the way, I mean, I mean, it's like crazy even to get into it. But you know, they've done genetic studies. The Jews are the Jews. They're from the they they have the same genetics of the people in the Middle East, and yet they've been all over the world. The, yeah. the Lord said He would scatter Israel to the ends of the earth, and then it says the one who scattered them is now gathering them. So, you know, right. a lot of people in the church have said, oh yeah, God has, God scattered them. Yeah, they, they admit that. God scattered them, you know, and so he's finished, good, he's finished with it, but they don't get the next one. He said, the same one is gonna gather the same people. And so he gathered them, they must, they have to be the same people. You can't just say Israel's not Israel, you're denying reality. It's like saying men are not men and women are not women. I mean, it's the it's all the enemy, you know, and that's what the, and, and if, if they really weren't, why does the world hate Israel so much? I mean, crazy. And then, you know, and listen, here's the other thing. Is the God of Israel going to allow his nation to come up again but and, and, and not be his nation? I mean, of course, if it's uh, if it's back in the world, he that's with his with his approval, because not only does it fulfill prophecy, you, you, you have to you have to take a scissor and cut out a, a good amount of the of the word of God, because it says again and again and again and again, I'm going to bring you back to the land. In fact, Jesus when he said, you won't see me again till you say, Baruch haba b'ashem Adonai, he, he said, blessed is he. He was talking to the Jewish people in Jerusalem. So for that to come true, he's saying, for him to come back, the Jewish people had to survive. They had to come back yes. to Israel because he said it in Israel. They had to come back to Jerusalem because he said it in Jerusalem. And they had to start coming back to him, which I'm one of them, coming back to him. So the thing is that everything, listen, if you if you love Jesus, you have to love his people. If you love, you can't say, I, I love the king of the Jews and I hate the Jews. I mean, it doesn't work. Jesus is one of the Jews. And you're going to stand yeah. before a Jew, you know, the king yeah. of Israel who wept for his people and who's going to save his people. The Bible says he's going to save his people. When, you know, when Jesus was, was going up on the Mount of Olives, 
the disciples said, is at this time, you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel. And he didn't say, oh, no, 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 God's finished with that. No, he, no, he said, it's not for you to know when. He's going to restore that. You don't want to be on the wrong side of that. If you love, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you, got, you got to love his people. He's the king of the Jews. And those who love his, by the way, I'll say this. I've never yes. met, I've never met a believer who, who, who hated the Jewish people who wasn't cursed in some way. I, wow. I've never, I've never wow. met a believer who loved the Jewish people and wasn't blessed in so many ways. Never, never. God, so listen, for your own sake, get on the right side of the equation. Right. I love good. it. Love it. So on the Josiah Manifesto, give me three reasons why I should read this book. What are the top three reasons yeah. I should read? Yeah, well, well, one to, to the, that the reality of your of God, that that and whether someone is a, even an atheist, if you have friends who are atheists or non-believers, to get because we're gonna see, I just gave you a little taste when I when I said about how things happen to the exact day, what we've been right. living through with COVID. Yes. It's so much more. Even Donald Trump is the mystery of Donald Trump is in the book. Even the mystery of January sits <laughs> in the book. That everything we've been witnessing is actually part of God's, you know, God's mystery. And once you see it, it's like, whoa, yes, you know. So that's one thing. Another, another thing is that you want to be you want to know what's coming, where it's coming. I said that when the book came out 30 days later, this started coming true. I don't know how much else is, you know, is in the book that's going to come true but i know it's i know it's coming true so the thing is that you want to know where we're heading not that thing and third you want to be ready and prepare you know it's yeah. one thing as you said eloquently in the beginning you know people talk about all these things but you know are, where are you going to be you know you know i when, when i was an atheist listen god i was into prophecy i said wow this is coming true it's going but i didn't know the lord and so you know i finally it, it hit me like i better get right with god so the thing is that listen you're living in the end times already you need to know what's coming and be ready so you can overcome and prevail and be a light because these are not the times to shrink back these could be the greatest times and when the dark is darker that brings out the greatest if you'll stand for God. So that's what the, this is the book more than any other book I've written that has the answer that that guide for the end times is about that. So that's three. <laughs> it sounds awesome. 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 So how do I get the book? Yeah, what what would you like me to do? If I want to get the book, number yes. one, I want to get the book because I want to read what you have to say. Number two, I want to give it as a Christmas gift. Yes. Number three, I've got my pastor. I got church yeah. leaders. I got people I want to send it to. How yeah. do I get it? Yeah, yeah, I'm praying really if people get it for, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, it's by God's grace, it's a bestseller. I thank God for that. But I'm praying that people get it for people in their lives as well as for themselves, for people who need to believe, who are atheists, people who know, but they're not, they're not awake and they're not ready, as you said. Um, and for, so it, the Josiah Manifesto is literally everywhere, wherever you get books. If you get online, it's on Amazon, it's on every Christian secular, even Walmart has had it, um, but Barnes and Noble. So it's literally everywhere, but I pray they get it for and it. And I know that people are, most people are listening, but you said, but it looks like this. <laughs> and you'll see a <laughs> The broken altar, we didn't we couldn't get into it. Broken altar is the sign of Josiah that actually appeared in our day in our own uh, in actually in our in our day that is telling us we're at the Josiah moment. Wow. So let me ask you this. Um uh in getting this book, would it be good for the nuns? Not 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 the ladies in the black dresses, the, the, the nuns, the ones who say, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in uh, in in evangelical Christianity. I don't believe in Buddhism. I don't believe in anything. 
Yeah, well, it's interesting. You just said the nuns. And, and last night, somebody gave me six books to sign for nuns. There were six nuns. Who wanted, but they were the nuns. with, with that. But as, yeah, far as, as far as the other nuns, listen. Yeah, listen, I was an atheist too. So I can identify. I understand it. I needed reasons. This is going to literally show you. It's going to be very hard to, to, to argue with this. How real God is, and actually, you've been actually in the mystery yourself. Your whole your whole life has been affected in the mystery. Even the last few years, of, in the whole mystery that is real, you'll see how real God is. So the Bible says, "Seek and you'll find." So yeah, open it up and see what you find. That's wow. awesome. I love it. So Jonathan, how can we pray for you? Oh, thank you. Um, well, pray for strength you know for for god's protection you know because i'm <laughs> you you understand that part um but all, for my family i have three boys and a, and a beautiful wife um and um and to pray for revelation and for god's you know leading because right now i'm i'm getting ready when we're talking i'm getting ready it might even be today to put the first words for the next book um and so yeah. so and and what's happened in israel really changed what this book is going to be so to pray for you know god's purpose to be fulfilled and thank you thank you for asking can you pray yeah, let me pray for you right now she's going to pray right now lord thanks so much for this time with jonathan i mm -hmm. praise your name that you've anointed him to speak truth mm -hmm. to light i thank you father that you are protecting his marriage right now i thank you that you've given his wife understanding and support for him to write books because i'm married to someone that <laughs> writes books and i get it and i know that she needs that special love and care from jonathan in ways that he may not have time for so i thank you father that you will do that you'll speak to jonathan specifically about how to uplift his wife and his family and his boys lord i pray for for them to to continually want to surrender to you, Jesus. I pray, Father, for those boys to look up to their dad and um, see him as, as someone that they could admire and want to emulate with the passion and the desire to seek and save the lost. Lord, I pray for each boy to have a, a, a gift and an anointing to, to do just that, to, to not be shy but to be bold and courageous. Yes. And Lord, I thank you, God, for protecting their household, their finances, their um, things that they're doing together as a family. Just put, put them in a position where they get to rest and have incredible peace despite the circumstances they find themselves in, which is constantly fighting spiritual wars. And Lord, I praise your name that you've lifted him up to a level on a place and a position that you will use for your glory, because that's why he's doing this. It is for your glory. And we thank you, God, that that, that pivot that he has to do every single day where he is in prayer and seeking your face and your direction, would you give him the word for tomorrow when he's talking about his next book? Would you would you speak to him in visions and dreams that are going to blow his mind more than you already have? So I thank you, Father, that you trust him with revelation. You trust him with things of God to yeah. be able to tell everyone else. So I thank you, Father, that you will put clarity in his voice, that you will stop any confusion that comes into his head, that he will write things of truth. And he will never be swayed 
-hmm. from the left or the right, but he would go down a straight and narrow path when it comes to disclosing what it is that you've discussed with him. And I thank you and praise your name that this book right now in mm -hmm. Jesus' name will be in the hands of those that do not know you and that yes. salvation will take place and multitudes will be saved, that this book will not just stay in an English language, but it would be translated throughout the world. And yes. it would be something that people could grab onto. Why? Because you are one, the one that multiplies. So you're the one that can bring the right resources to him to do that. Have this be something that will be incredible so that Jesus will be glorified throughout the earth. And anything that happened in that pandemic would pale in comparison to what you're doing right yes. now. Book. And I thank you, Father, that you will save, save, save. That's what you do. Yes. You multiply and you save people. I thank you for the Christians in this nation that will rise up as an army and stand strong because yes. of this book. We praise your name for it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hey, Jonathan, we really thank you. Uh, can't wait to uh, see uh, your next book coming out. And uh, for everybody who is watching and listening to this podcast, thank you so much. Please take this, this edition with Jonathan. Send it off to people on, in your email, on your text list. Put it on Facebook and LinkedIn. Let's get this word out. Let's spread this far and wide because you can do wonders in being able to get this message out. So we thank you for that. Shelly? Yeah. Until next that time. awesome. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, guys. It was a, it was a, a joy. Thank you. All right. Very good. Thanks for joining us this week. We are listener-supported, so please consider partnering with us by donating at craighuey.com or by signing up for our free newsletter. We look forward to being with you next week. And don't forget to share this podcast with others.